Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Well, cut it really close, woman. Well, well I, I will tell you, we worked very what hard. Time, what day of the week was this? Uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. An hour and five minute drive on a Saturday and you buffered it with zero? These are the plaintiffs, Catherine and Daniel. Catherine says she hired the defendant's company to provide a limo for their wedding day. And the guy never showed up at the agreed upon time. She says they had to pile into their pastor's van because they were having their reception on a boat and the boat wasn't waiting. They ended up getting there an hour late. They missed their first dance. They missed their pictures during the daylight hours. And they're out $3,123.03, the exact amount they're suing for today. This is the defendant, Gary McKeon. He admits his driver misread the paperwork and was 45 minutes late for the pickup, and he refunded the plaintiffs the full amount for the limo ride. Then the plaintiffs told him they wanted to be paid a thousand bucks for their missed time at the wedding, and he was going to hand it over until they upped it up to three thousand and threatened to go on social media to exploit him and purposely try to ruin his reputation. He's accused of being a little late. All parties, please your audience. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated. Come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right, let me, uh, first of all, congratulations on your marriage. Thank, Thank you. you. When was your wedding date? September 28th. Okay. Um, so you had planned a wedding, and the wedding involved a ceremony? Yes, correct, in uh, Plantsville, Connecticut. And at, then a one-hour drive to the reception? Yep, it was an hour and five minute. An hour and five-minute drive, assuming yeah. everything's okay, to yeah. the reception. And the reception was taking place on a sailboat? Um, it's a 110-foot sailing vessel, Mystic Whaler, uh, birthed in New London, Connecticut. Okay. And your, uh, if everything had gone as planned, mm -hmm. your wedding ceremony was supposed to end at what time? Uh, the ceremony was ending at uh, 1.30 about. We were doing uh, pictures until 2.30 when... The, um, the, the limo ride that you had reserved the defendants for a limo ride, and that limo ride was supposed to show up at what time? At 2.30, and I have and that in the contract. And your sailing time was what? 
at four, from four to seven. We were expecting to get there uh, contractually by like 3.30, 3.35, so that we would have approximately half hour to take pictures at the pier, coordinate with people who was going to be responsible well, for- you cut it really close, woman. Well, well I, I will tell you, we worked very what, hard. What day of the week was this? Uh, Saturday, yeah. yeah. An hour and five minute drive on a Saturday and you buffered it with zero? All right, so what happens at 2.30, at, at the limo's not there? Uh, yeah, it wasn't there, so we just gave it a few more minutes. Um, 2.45, when it still wasn't, I went digging for my phone, uh, and I saw a missed call. At you really are relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at 2.45, you see a... Uh, well, that's the thing. In the initial message they left, it just said that the, sh the chauffeur was running super behind. Super? That's all. Who placed that call? Was that you? I did. Okay, and you left a message saying he's super behind? That's it? You didn't say he will be there at three. He will be there at, you didn't say anything. You just said super behind. Uh, well, there was background um, to that as well. I mean, I'm a mom of five kids and it was a weekend. How could that possibly have background uh, here? Uh, because I wasn't in the office, um, so. Well, why isn't someone working who's tasked with making this phone call? I don't understand what you're saying. As a general manager, um, the responsibility comes to me, and then I make those phone calls right away. Okay, so uh, I don't understand. Why aren't you leaving a message saying he is X time behind, he will be there at Y? Why aren't you leaving a specific message? Because I was absolutely upset at the fact that my um, chauffeur was late to begin with, um, and then to hear the message that we were late for a bride on her wedding day, I was right. absolutely... You know, right. Distraught. So one so. would think that that would propel you to understand how mad she's going to be and actually leave a message that says the time. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Do you end up calling them? I did. I called them and didn't get through. I got the series of prompts. And while I'm sitting on hold, she called me. So okay. I was able to switch so over. So what time did she call you? It was 2.47. Okay. Um, and she told me that, that at that point that the driver wouldn't be there till 3.30. So you bolted. <laughs> we, everyone's well, of course, gone you're not point. gonna wait till 3.30 if you have a sailing test. So what did you do? You all piled into the pastor's car. Well, that was the thing is we had no options at that point. The right. pastor didn't, wasn't even aware. He was off somewhere else. And so we're all at the back of the church brainstorming what to do. And it wasn't until about quarter after three, excuse me, that she called back and said that, um, that she hadn't been able to find anybody. Um, and so the pastor noticed that we were kind of agitated, trying to figure out what to do. And uh, he came over, asked us what was going on. When we explained, he said he had an eight-person van that we could use um, <laughs> to pile in. Do you have any affidavits from the pastor As or any of your bridesmaids, anybody who can testify that you actually didn't leave for your 4 o'clock wedding until 3.15? I have the copy of the email I sent her that's after uh, the Stephanie. fact. That's after the fact. I'm asking about. Well, no, it says we got into the personal vehicle at, and we are on their way now because we didn't oh, want yeah. to wait. Oh, yeah. Let me see that. Let me see that. that. So that was like simultaneously with. I was typing I mean, that in real up time. while I was in the in car to let her know yeah, that no we had found an alternative. Yeah, no bride have to do this on her wedding day. Please tell the chauffeur his services are no longer required at this point. She does send you that at 3.30. I mean, and the frustrating part, part, Your Honor, is when I talked to her a couple days later after this all happened, she informed me that the chauffeur had to go to a garage to pick up the vehicle an hour before he was supposed to be there. And what? Oh, he, yeah, the chauffeur. There is no question they're at fault. There is no question. They don't deny they're at oh, fault. Oh, no, yeah. I they have know that their guide misread it, did it, uh, you know, like, you know, I, I hope you fired him because that's outrageous. No, they told me he was somebody of 25 years. 
Oh, well, then maybe he's past his prime. I don't know. But how, how can you possibly risk having him be in charge of a bride again? Um, he's actually uh, one of our one of our top tier That's chauffeurs. Sad. We are totally devastated about this. And, and are you? Because yeah, yes, I'm are. not sure if you're still using him for other brides. I'm not sure you're devastated. Now, let's talk about your lawsuit. So first, the first thing they do, obviously, is return your money because they didn't provide the service. All right. And, then the next and, thing they do is it, you talk to them and you tell them, well, first, let's go, I'm sorry. Let me go back in time. You mm. get there at what time? 4.40. You get there at 4.40 instead of getting there at 3.30, uh, which is what yeah. the time you thought you were going to get. Okay, so what ends up happening? You get there at 4.40 and you are suing for 3000 First, you, you discuss with them that you thought it was fair if they settled for $1,000 for ruining your wedding. You tell them, you know, are you prepared to pay 1000 Then at some point they offer you the 1000 Then you say, you know what? That was before I thought it through. I, I didn't want two-thirds of a wedding. I wanted a full three hours of a wedding, and I now demand the, that you guys pay the 3000 in the conversations thereafter, I tried to explain, and I even put it succinctly in an email to them on the October 2nd, that after going to the reception, as it turned out, it was, I mean, I, I don't know if I can give you this, um, but it's a before and after of the expectation of what we planned, the time frame. Tell so me forth. about it. I don't want, I, I'd rather hear you testify about it. Okay. How do we phrase this so well? Here, um, give it to me. Forget it. I'll yeah. <laughs> I worked really hard on it. I got you. it. I got this. <laughs> Nothing I love more than someone who works hard. I, mean, I don't mean to, oh, look at that. It's even on hard paper. <laughs> <laughs> So planned activity, 2.30, leave church in limo. Actual activity, waiting at church and brainstorming with bridal party how to get to boat. You expected at 3.45 to have the food delivered hot by La Cuisine and brought on board. Instead, you're still traveling, still traveling, still traveling. You had expected things to happen at 4 and 4 something, the bride and groom, the dance. So you didn't have your first dance on the, you were going to have your first dance on the dock with the guests on the boat. It, no, it was going to be on the boat while we were still docked. So on the boat while you were still, still dying. And so, um, <laughs> Not so that didn't happen. Uh, you departed the dock as soon as you got there because you had to. Correct. What like, did you guys do in the two hours? Because you're also suing for is you want to be reimbursed for um, 12 bottles of apple cider. Right. Because you didn't get to do the toast. Okay, but why didn't you do that? Why didn't you just do it? Because we once you forgot we got about it is what you said in the caption to the bottle photo. We forgot about it in the rush. Right? Well, at that point, we forgot about it because we were so distracted trying to reheat all the food that it showed up at 345. By the time we got there at 5, it was cold but because we had to reheat all the food and, like, the chicken was dry because it had to be reheated. Anybody knows you reheat chicken, it's drier. Okay, we had, who did the reheating? Uh, it was a mix of the guests, like the crew, my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, my mother. Yeah. Um, See, bridal party. The, you, you know, there are so many ramifications to blowing this. It's not just she wanted a three-hour wedding, but it's not just that she got two out of the three hours. She didn't want a two-hour wedding. And then there's this, you know. What do you think is is fair? Did you discuss with her anything? What did you? I personally have not had any conversations with the bride. Um, I mean, that alone tells me something. Are you the owner? No. Yes, I am. Right. I mean, that yeah. alone tells me something. When after, you got the lawsuit, you didn't call her and say, can we settle this? After, well, she offered, at one point, she said that, you know, she was going to damage her reputation on social media. And at that point, Do you, it, I, it Let goes, me see that. Did she send a, you an email saying, I'm going to damage your social, your so, reputation right? on social media unless you pay me more? That doesn't sound like her. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Are weddings just too stressful? 
I actually used to be a wedding planner. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, so I would say yes. <laughs> were you a good wedding planner? I hope so. Did you ever get sued? No. That's good. Yes, that is good. What were they pissed off about most? Um, a lot of times it would just be like the small things. Like what? Um, like timing wise, things would be a little messed up because the bride didn't want to. I would to think it would be food. Um, the food is usually pretty good. Depends on the, the caterer. What do you say? Well, uh, well, actually, my mom, she may have actually, whenever she did her wedding, she had a divorce. So, like, she did all that stressfulness and went through all that because she was really into her wedding and wanted it to be perfect. She got a divorce because of the wedding? Divorce. Yes. Yeah, what a waste of money, man. It was a waste of money. Yeah, she could have bought a condo for that. Exactly. Right, going inside the courtroom. Your Honor, if you read the whole context yeah. of that. I am. That's yeah. my plan. That's why I asked for the whole thing. Because I, I read some of your emails and they were incredibly even, polite uh, under the circumstances. Even at the point where Thank you for stop talking while over me. Thank you for the response. I can appreciate you feel efforts have been made to balance business aspects and the need to resolve the situation. Unfortunately, my initial comment about a thousand um, isn't accurate. Congrats. It became abundantly clear that the ripple effect, and I agree with you, of the bridal party's late arrival by an hour was irreparably significant. However, if you would like to avoid court and negative reviews, that's what you're referring to? Yes. Okay, but she has an absolute right to give you negative reviews. Absolutely. I would give you the negative reviews. You guys didn't show up for a bridal's wedding and ruined her wedding. So, absolutely. I mean, I, hopefully it didn't ruin your wedding. Hopefully you found joy in your wedding. We hopefully, it. you're right. You know, I mean, hopefully, because let me tell you that marriage becomes so much harder than this, okay? As someone who's been married for 26 years. So you got to go with the flow. You got to go with the flow. And I'm sure everybody who was there loved you and everybody was happy to be there. And I'm sorry that it didn't work out as planned. But why is that somehow nasty? That's not like blackmail. That's not blackmail. You made it sound like it was blackmail. It's just like, yeah, you want to avoid, you know, court and negative reviews. I think that the appropriate amount is 2,000. You disagreed. That's why we're in court. Yes. So now what is the appropriate amount? You think it's just the $1,000. I'm not sure that it's just the $1,000. I, If I were you, in an effort of goodwill, I've been in business 25 years. A customer's always right. I can't believe we ruined her wedding. I would have offered her 2,000. But you guys chose instead to go to court. So now it's really up to me, isn't it? You caused her to miss a third of her wedding. Miss a third of her wedding. And then because they're in charge of their own food, that is happening. Things are having to be reheated. People are scrambling, trying to, you know, do the things that they didn't, weren't able to do beforehand. Reheating food dries it out. You know, there's a certain amount of human cost to that, you know? I'm ordering you to pay the bride $3,000. That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So the limo company is found at fault and they get hit with a $3,000 judgment. You smiled all the way through. You're still kind of smiling now. What are you thinking? Well, like we said before, we are deeply saddened by what we did. Yeah. We take great pride in everything that we do. And if this is what the bride and groom are looking for and, and they rightly deserve something, then uh, by all means, uh, it was the right judgment. Well, good for you. Congratulations. Thank you. Sorry, maybe next time you'll make sure your driver's on time, we'll right? We'll see what happens. Okay, good luck to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right, Catherine and Daniel are on the way out of the courtroom now. How are you feeling? You feeling good? Yes, thank you, sir. Did you think you'd get this kind of a judgment or not? Um, well, I, I think both of us assumed that if the judge um, understood or could see where we were coming from and the ripple effect that well, she sure it caused, did. It, it, it was just, it ended up being a mess and we made the most of it, but yeah. it definitely was not what we paid and you for. You spelled it out very carefully for it, which is we very tried. good. Okay. Well, congratulations. How's Thank married you. life? It's good. It's great. Good. good? I love it. Very good. Thank you very much. Glad you, you love <laughs>
Okay, very good. Harvey? Doug, I gotta tell you, if you start messing with people on social media and defame them, they can sue you. And that will do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Janina Starr. She says the defendant's her uncle and he agreed to take over the car payments on a 2011 Audi A5, which was in her name, so he could have a car to drive. But once he got the car, he stopped paying because he got in over his head. She was forced to make the payments. She was forced to pay storage on the car. And now she's got no other choice but to sue her dear uncle for the $3,310.78 she's owed. This is the defendant, Richard Starr. He says his niece told him the car was in good running condition and that she was up to date on the monthly payments. Well, she was one month behind on the payments. The car was not in good working order and it needed new tires and rims to boot. He couldn't drive it in that condition and found out it needs 1200 bucks worth of work. He certainly doesn't owe the plaintiff any money and she knows it because she took advantage of him. And yet don't take advantage of family, plain and simple. He's accused of being naughty to a niece. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket. The plaintiff is suing her uncle because she says he agreed to take over her Audi payments, uh, but he took the car and paid nothing. The defendant says the plaintiff took advantage of him because the car was a mess. It's the case of your car is Audi duty. Thank you, Doug. You're welcome, ma'am. Hi. Hi, this is your you? uncle, and according to you, he was the most prominent male figure in your life. Was, yes. Was. All right, so what happens? You, uh, you end up putting a car <coughs> and some ex-boyfriends in your name that that ex-boyfriend stopped paying or something. Bottom line is, however that worked, you have two cars, two car payments, and you can't afford to do both. Actually, I had someone else paying on the car. They didn't want to do it anymore. So he came over my house and he heard that I had the car. So I said... Cause so I you two agree that he's going to do it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> when is he supposed to start taking over payments? What um, when we had the um, com conversation, it was around June. It was like at the beginning of June because I told him I don't know what's actually wrong with the car because it was... Were you behind on... If it's already June, was a June payment it was, paid? We had, I had $200 to pay left on it because the guy that had it was going to pay the $200. But he said, well, I can handle it. So did the guy who have it pay 100 and something because your payments are 350 something? Yeah, exactly. He paid, he paid $177. Then when he came and talked to me, 
it was the balance of two hundred dollars. All right. So far, so good. Is that true that in the beginning of June, you said, I'll pay that two hundred and I'll take the car? Yes. Had you test driven it to see if you liked it? No, I didn't. I didn't even see it. You hadn't seen it? I hadn't seen the car or anything. I was just going by what she said that the car was running. All right. So what happens? You pick up the car when? So I go over there. I was told that the car was running. We went to start the car up. It wouldn't start. Why? Do you know? Um, When I took it to the dealership or the the, uh, auto shop, they said that the key fob was messed up on it. It needed a battery, the battery for the uh, battery. And then uh, it was leaking oil from the, where the dipstick goes into the engine. It was leaking oil from there. Okay, so they give you an estimate, yeah, and the estimate is for how much? It was $1,200. Okay, and what do you say to the auto body shop? No, let me return the car to my niece? No, I gave them 250 So you wanted the job done. Right, right. Okay. I, I, yeah. well, well, you have a friend at the body shop, right? Yeah. So now your friend fixes it, and what happens? Well, I was trying to get caught up with the payments. When you say caught up, what's due other than the 200 Well... It's due, July's due. Right. And then uh, August came around. Oh, so now it's for two months. Where is that car? With your friend? It's still in the shop. Show me the receipt. Show me the um, the estimate that they give you when you drop the car off. Here it is, right here. here it okay, and that's June 27th. Right. Yeah. So... It's all this stuff needs to be done to it. It's going to be twelve fifty-five eighteen in stuff. Now I have a different. Receipt. Hold on one second. And you agree to that? You sign for that? And you say, right. "Yeah, do it." So what went wrong? Why didn't you just? I didn't have the money all at once because. It... So you leave the car there two months. It's not that they took two months to do it or diagnose no, it. No. They diagnose everything at once. Right. You agree to do the repairs, and then for two months you have no money. No, I'm paying, I'm paying, I, I gave her for insurance on the car. How much did you give her? I gave her $200 uh-huh. for the insurance on the car. I gave her a payment, then I gave her How the How much was the payment? It was, that was the, uh, what was that? Uh, I gave her one payment in July. It had to have been a, uh, Do you have any proof of what you paid her? Only what she, what she knows Do you what have I paid a receipt? Of uh, the receipt for the 560, yeah. Okay, let me see the receipt for the 560. Is that from her? That, yeah, she sent it back to me after it was paid. August 30th. I'm confused. It's July. Do you know there's a problem? Do you know the car's at the shop? Do you know the work he's doing to it or no? Ma'am, I, I, back in June, I asked him, I said, um, if you can't take on it, don't take on it. Because it's an expensive car. It's an Audi. And he kept telling me that he can do it. Multiple days I called him, like, did you get the car looked at? Did you get the car looked at? He avoided me multiple times. Okay, so it's July. Do you know where your car is? No, I did not. Did you ask him where your car was or it didn't matter? I I just told him to make the payments on it. Did he make the payment for July? No, he did not. Did he make the payment, the $200 payment for June? No. Right, so so $200 is still owed on the car note and he doesn't pay that. No. All right, so now it's August. Does he make the payment in August? No. So what are you doing or saying? Because your credit's being ruined by your exactly. uncle. Exactly. And that was my, my talk with him because I was going through my own personal things anyways. And I told him I was trying to move. I got kids. Like, I'm and they're trying doing to get a to credit a, check yeah, and now you and got I a problem. I can't get nothing. And he said, well, baby, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. Now, 
we went down there in August. Who's we? That's me and my best friend, Zor. Zor okay. Pritchett. We went down there and we got the money from him. He gave me five sixty. What was the five sixty? That for? was towards the car payment. That's the okay. only payment Hold he on. made. Now that five sixty that he gave you was towards what months? <laughs> I don't know. When did he give it? July, when did he give August, it to you? I mean, he gave it to me August, August thirtieth. All right. Now, when do you finally find out where your car is? The day I just had enough. Um, and maybe that, the in, day you had enough was when? Maybe September, October. Um, well, you will on. know because you ended right up here. picking up the car, yeah. paying for the repairs, and paying for storage. Yes. So um, when did you do that? I went there October 31st. I mean, October 1st. Show me the proof uh, of your payment. on. Show me the paperwork you got from the auto body repair place. This is what I got from them. Oh, this so, is, I'm going to give you this because that's what I pay in the checks. Give me everything you think is, I should see. Don't okay. hold anything It's back. the same paper. Okay. I'm sorry. But that's the original that I got from What's, Let's Show me that document, whatever that is. Same All right. So when you go there, do what do they tell you? Lady, we've had this car since the end of June and you owe us storage fees? Yes. Okay. When you go there and they owe you and, and you find out, oh, my Lord, I've got to pay storage fees of $20 a day. What do you tell your uncle? I text him and I ask him, why would he leave that car sitting there like that? He's not paying me. So I'm assuming you might be paying them. You ain't paying neither one of us. Right. <laughs> so um, he said, he basically said, forget it. You figure it out. So but, show me then when you pick up the car from Target, because you now have the car again, right? Yes. Okay. Do you have somebody well, else taking over the No, month? actually that car. <laughs> Got repoed? No. Actually, no. Uh -uh. Go ahead. Um, somebody hit the car while I was stopped at a so it got totaled. It oh, just, that's good. Yeah, it was definitely a great thing. Okay. I felt so, relieved. All right, let's so let's just put that to a side. So what's the total you paid? You paid how much for the repairs? I gave you all my papers, I'm sorry. $2,322.77? Yes. That's what you paid for repairs and storage? Yes, ma'am. Then you're suing for car payments during the time that you didn't have it. Yes, because I ended up paying What is the amounts that you're suing for? June, July? Uh, what are you suing for? First? June, June, July, August, September. Okay, that's 387. June, July, August, September times four. That's four, four but you got the car October 1st, so I've got to make an adjustment for that. Okay. All right, June, July, but you're also forgetting the 200. Yeah, I definitely So I'll did, figure yeah. that out. Hold okay. on one second. Yeah. So what you really should be suing for is June, July, and August plus 200 plus a prorated September to August 1st, which isn't much. So 387, hold on. Now, he had paid you 560 for something. So we subtract the 560 from that, yes, right? And that leaves 815 on top of the 2322. Yes, ma'am. Okay. 814, sorry. Tell me about those storage charges. Did you know they were going to be charging you storage? It's a friend of mine. So uh, when um, I explained to him the situation, he charged her the storage fees. <laughs> yeah. You mean, she, did you tell him to charge her storage fees? No, I didn't tell him. To, what happened was, see... I never, I agreed to do this. I never, I didn't not want to do this. 
what happened was I ran into some problems with some money. She know that I've been, whenever I do something with her, I've always, I've never. I don't know what you're talking about. You gave the car to be, and you, and you never paid anything other than 560. So your intentions don't make a difference. Well, what I'm saying is I gave, I gave. And two, you didn't pay for the repairs that you were supposed I to. I gave him 250 on the repairs. I'm not, yeah, you know what? I am giving you credit for the 560. I'd like to understand what you're getting, what, what do you make that face for? Because I gave her two fifty, I gave him two fifty on the repairs. That, that tells I'm sorry. You what I, I was are doing. you saying you gave her more than five sixty? I gave two fifty on the I repairs. I want you to listen to me. Are you saying that in total you gave her more than five sixty? Yeah, I gave her more than five sixty. No problem. Are you? Did he give you more than five sixty? No, ma'am. Okay, now I'm going to need you to prove what you're saying. I can't prove what I'm saying. Okay, but she, then that's but where we are. Her. You yeah. can't get mad at me that no, you can't I'm prove what you. you're I'm saying. I'm mad at her because she won't. She won't admit it. Okay. Yeah, you think maybe admit. she's mad at you? So would you sue your uncle if your uncle stiffed you in a car loan? Yeah, I would, because that's your car. Well, that is your car, but it is also your uncle. What do you say? Yeah, most definitely, because, you know, people, I don't know. Okay, well, most definitely. What do you say? Yes, I will. You would sue your uncle? Yes. Would you sue your father? No, not my father, but my uncle, yes. What if your father uh, basically screwed you out of $3,300? No, if he lived with me, no. Uh, uh, ten thousand. No. Twenty thousand. <laughs> no. You know you're gonna say uncle, right? Uncle. Uncle. And then was, and then we'll see your uncle uh -huh. uh, going inside the courtroom. In your answer to the complaint, you actually say that you tell your friend what she's done to you. Yep. And what? What happens? I just explained to him because he wanted to know why she was coming up here to get the car if it was mine. The only reason she was charged seventeen hundred in storage fees. Was because my friends owned the repair shop and I told them about the crap she was pulling, so they charged her a storage fee. Exactly. She, she reported. So she, they did that for you? No, they didn't do it for me. He, he was going to waive the storage fee for me. Mm -hmm. But well, I explained to him what she said she was going to You best go me. try to get that storage fee from him because she has a legitimate complaint against you for those storage fees she had to pay. Well, so that's bizarre. Well, what has this done to your relationship with your niece? She called you the man in my life who I was the closest to. Uh, it, it, it's affected their relationship, yeah. Yeah, I'll say. But, I mean, if you look at the way she handled it, the way she came at me with this, I was, I was going to do it that weekend. <laughs> I really was. When, October? No, uh, September. September September 20th, what? Uh, September 20th. September 20th. Was September the 20th. Uh, let me tell you what that is. Too little, too late. No one believes you were going to do it because you hadn't done it since June 8th. So I'm finding in favor of the plaintiff for the amount that you put her in the hole of $3,136.77. Maybe your good friends will reimburse you that $1,700. That's my verdict. So, Mr. Starr, the defendant's on his way out of the court. Didn't work too well for you, Mr. Starr. No, you got to give her more than $3,000 yeah. here. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, pocket's going to be hurting. Pocket's going to be hurting. Yeah, yeah. You know, the judge asked you about your relationship with her. Is it over? No, uh, I mean, it's really hurting. No, I, I mean, it's on her, whatever, you know, however she feels. She's the one with all of the texts and all the crazy talk. So, you know, I'm just sitting back listening. So it's up to her. Yeah, yeah. But you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. Uh -huh. Thank you very much, sir. Right. You have to sign a few documents. Now, Miss Starr is on her way out of the courtroom. All right, you end up pretty good. Uh, yeah. What an ordeal, though. Wow, you've been through a lot. <laughs> right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. So what about your relationship with him now? I don't have a relationship. It's over? I'm done. You're done. 
That's a shame That's that it worked out like this. Hey, win some, lose some. <laughs> okay. Thank you very Thank much. You. you must sign a few documents. You know, I mean, Doug, sometimes you can look at a lawsuit as kind of a neutral third party trying to solve a dispute between two honest people. Uh, and somebody's right and somebody's wrong. It doesn't always have to ruin relationships. And that will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Michael Bell. He says the defendant collected child support payments from him when the child in question was in jail and she pocketed his money to benefit herself. That's right, the defendant scammed him out of $4,903.50 and he's here suing in the good name of justice, seeking just that today. This is the defendant, Viola Anderson. She says the plaintiff's a horrible guy. And she can't believe he's suing her in court today for payments he was told to make by the court who heard their case. She's pretty sure the judge is going to see through the plaintiff's lies. And she's going to walk out of here the victor today. She's accused of collecting what she doesn't deserve. All parties, please judge your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff says the defendant collected child support from him when the kid was in jail and he shouldn't have to pay. It's a scam. But the defendant says the court ordered him to pay, so grow up. It's the case of you're very unsupportable. Thank you, Douglas. All right, um, Mr. Bell, your late wife and the defendant were sisters, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, now, there's a nephew. It's your nephew. No. It was my, her my, nephew. Yes. But, right, your nephew. And it's, is it also your nephew? Yes. Okay, so it's another sibling's child. All right, at some point, you end up, you, is it you and your late wife adopted the child? Um, me and my late wife adopted um, a child according to the family agreement. My late wife came to me. Did you legally adopt the yes. child? Right, you, yes. so it's not a family, I mean, yes. So they came up to you, and, you and, and what were the circumstances that led to that adoption? Um, they just wanted to get him out of DCF's um, the and DCF why was system. The child in, what was the circumstances with the child's own parents that they couldn't take care I of? I have no clue, Your Honor. I only Never deal asked? With, no. Do you know? Um, alcohol addiction. Okay. All right, so you adopt the, ch- the, uh, the nephew at what age? How, what age uh, is Around nephew? about mm, maybe two, three. Oh, just a baby. Yeah. All right, so you basically raised the child. Um, basically, we sent them out south after we um, rate, um, kept them for about a year or two years. You kept them a year or two years? Yes. And then at four, you sent him where? Um, to North Carolina. Which is where you live? Yes. Okay, so you raised him from yes. four until what? Until today? No. Yeah. All right. no, now, no, she, that child is eight, turned 18. You're saying no, no? No, she didn't. Who did? Um, her, her, um, um, Ali Anderson, her mother. So, you, according to you, it's you, do you and your mother live together or no? She lives next door to me. Okay. So, according to you, you raised him, and according to you, the next door neighbor who happens to be the grandmother of the child raised him. All right, I got it. But the child is raised basically in North yeah, Carolina. Yeah, in North Carolina. All right. At some point, you, because they had legally adopted him, seek child support from him. Is that correct? When I went to Connecticut to um, probate court, yes, because he wasn't Ah, uh, because me. there was a probate, and the probate was over your sister's estate. No, and no. what was the probate over? The probate over terminate my, um, um, my rights. Terminating your rights to what? Um, probate parent- is about somebody dying. Okay. You were in family court? Yes, it was um, 
I tried to terminate my um Why did you try to terminate your rights? Because um, you didn't want to pay child support? No, I didn't have nothing about child support. You're suing for child support payments over the course of four months. Yes. She started to get, she sued you to get child support starting in what year? Um, 2018. Really? Yes. Okay. Um, and how did you get the idea to sue him for child support? Because he wasn't sending any payments down through the whole duration of me According taking to you, care of the you child. were in court for something else and he was nasty and then a clerk told you, why don't you sue him for child support? The probate court said. Oh, no, yeah. it wasn't. Because he right. admitted. So that I don't know whether that's how it ended up or not, but the bottom line is that people, a judge declared, well, you're the parents and yeah, you got to pay child support. So you paid how many payments of child support? Um, the payment I'm suing for is about... No, I know what you're suing for. How many in total? If it started in 2018, what month in 2018 did it start? Uh, my first check went out 4-3-2018. Okay. Now, did you have? Did he have a relationship with the child or not really? No. All right. So um, at some point during this continuum, the child ends up arrested, correct? Correct. And when was the child arrested? January? I believe so. What did he get arrested for? Um, sexual battery or something. But it's, you called it statutory rape. Why are you calling it that? I don't know. That's what, it, that's what he's saying it was, statutory rape. Do you have any idea what the circumstances are or no? Yes, um, statutory rape right now. He, um, he um, who, sex who was offender. The per, was a person, how old, he's 17. How old well, he's 17 now, but when I think when that happened, that happened. During, he was 16 in the That was during, um, well, he was arrested. Whenever that happened, how old was the victim, supposedly? On the victim, I think, was 14 or 15. All right. So he gets arrested, and how many months does he spend in jail? I'm not sure, a month or two. I'm not and then really he gets sure. out? Yes. And what is he doing now? He's in school. Okay. And he's going to therapists. And okay. Now, these... Child support payments that you are suing for January through April is because you find out that he was in jail yes. January through April. Did you ever go to the the court that ordered you to do yes. child support? Yes, I went there. I showed and him. say to them, you know, look, I, I I shouldn't have to pay. He was in custody. Why do I have to pay these months? And what did they say? Um, they just told me I had to take it to court. They told me I had to sit in no, front no, of the no. judge. They but said, you, you had a hearing set, and yes. according to the court files, you didn't show up for the hearing. I was at the hearing. I was in it. They just say I was in the wrong courtroom. The courtroom is like right around the so corner. So that's we what happened? Outside. Like they heard that's, it? Yes. And I went in there, and they told me And no. they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. Right. And then uh, and he turns 18. Term, so 18, it gets 30 terminated. days later. How? Right. So, but what you needed to do was bring that up with child support in between that time. I mean, you needed yeah, to get Yeah, but they told me I, I could only sue her. Just sue her. That's what they said. They said yeah. they're not going to do anything. So, do you have to pay child support if the kid's in jail? Do Would I have to pay you child support? I guess no. I'm not sure. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, I don't think that, that it'd be fair for you to pay child support on a kid that's not here. Okay, sir. I think they should pay child support. Even the kids in jail? Yes, because they still need money on their books at jail. Well, okay, but is the money really going to him, going inside the courtroom? The idea that you could sue in small claims for a child support issue is not the way to go. Okay. Because the, the, it's a child support court, the family court, okay. that makes these decisions. But I got to tell you also, they, 
you know, maybe in this case it would be different because of what you described. But why didn't you just move to have that judge reconsider, you know, what they dismissed because you weren't in the right courtroom? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was only 30 more days after that. You, you, I know, but that's yeah. the court that can handle this. Oh, okay. You got to bring that up in front of them because okay. they're equipped. They know what happened before and after oh, okay. as opposed to this court that is just hearing what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I'm going to have to send you back there. Now, I don't know. There may be a complication now, okay. which is that you've already terminated it, so I'm not even sure they'd no. No, no, I didn't terminate. No. They terminated it. Oh, yeah. Are you still paying child support? Oh, no, no. They terminated the child support. Right. So they may or may not take jurisdiction of the case. Okay. I have to imagine that they should because what you would file on would be something that happened when it was under their watch. Yes. I'm going to dismiss this without prejudice to you bringing it up again in, in your state. It's called probate court. That's why I was thrown off. Um, the family court. Oh, go to the family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, what a mess. Yeah. Is he doing better at least? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. If you look, the boy been in and out of jail since 2018. Every other month he in and out of jail. So how this is he in why school? you needed to be there and that you filed a motion for modification and then they say you didn't come. You say I was in the wrong courthouse, but whatever. That that's yep. the day it needed to be argued. But you're going to have to take that back. You can't ask me to modify another judge's order. They're the they're the person who knows you know, the circumstances handled the case for a year and something, and you got to bring it up over there. All right. So I'm going to dismiss it without okay. prejudice to you bringing it up over there. Good okay. luck, folks. Thank you. So as you heard, the judge has dismissed the case. So there has been yeah. no judgment entered. So you don't walk out with a judgment. You got to go back to another court. Yes. You got it? Yeah, yes. We will. We will. And we'll you will do that. Yeah. And you've had very little contact with but him. It's, apparently, yeah. huh? But it's OK, because at least everybody knows that she's a liar. She yeah. lies. She Everything lies. She lied and about. She just every lied. Every court let her get away with a lie. Everybody. But that's okay. It's going to come back to you. The attorneys, everybody. It's Nobody did their job. They would have did their job. They would have known they in jail. And the judge would have known that when I was trying to terminate my parental rights. She collecting social security. All right. You must sign some documents. Ms. Anderson? Yeah. You okay? He's a monster. That's all I have to say. He's a monster. Okay. Thank you. Very good. Thank you very much. Child support is not retroactive. You could sue, you could go back to court for future payments, but if you've got payments, you're on the hook. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.